You may have been to a wedding where you were bored out of your mind because you were sitting down for so long and dancing really didn't happen. Now, this may not even be the entertainment's fault at all, but it certainly appears like it might be, right? It could have been a speech went too long. It could be that the kitchen is running behind. So when our couples come to us, a big priority for them is to make sure that that's not the experience of their guests and that they want their night to be a big dance party. How can you really make sure, though, that you're getting a lot of dancing out of your wedding? That's our topic today. I'm Mike Sawpaul, and this is the EMG Podcast. This is the EMG Podcast. And we're back. We're back. We're back. I'm very excited because I'm sitting back in front of my soundboard. On location. Yeah, this is the second start to the show, but out there in editing Magic World, right? You think it's the first. Tom was crinkling his plastic bottle. I accidentally ended the music. We're like a newborn giraffe. We're yeah. just getting our footing back. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I may give you another bottle crink here and there. Ooh, a bottle crink. Yeah. This is great. What, what's a baby deer? How do you, what, what's that? An elk? No. What's uh, a fawn? Fawn. Fo? A fawn. That's what you meant. I'm a, f- What? When you just like, you know, a baby giraffe, you meant a baby. This isn't Nacho. Okay. The people want to know, how do you maximize dancing? And the answer is timeline. Thanks for listening to the EMG podcast, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. See you later. So, Mike, explain to us what you're what you're talking about, because you this was your idea. Well, yeah, a lot of the couples, when I meet with them in our initial consultations, really were like, we want it to be a dance party. And that's kind of a loaded question, or a loaded statement, actually. And it's there's a lot of factors that can play into that so we there are things that i wrote down that can really make it more of a dance party as opposed to like okay here we stand up now you sit back down here comes the speech like all those things it's almost like a like you're watching a show they really want it to be a little bit more informal when it comes to really maximizing the dancing experience so there are a couple of things that i wanted to to chat about today let's do it so this can be top five ways sort of before the the day of your wedding yes that you can plan and make sure that you're making decisions that maximize dancing and Minimize sitting. I sound like you. Here we go. <laughs> Number one. Choose a venue that is that is traditional. What do you mean by that, Tom? You know, there's uh well, we're saturated with them. Um, a lot of times there's a lot of DIY stuff, uh, venues in comparison, right? So if you go to like um, uh, private residence or if you have to hire outside parties that come in, Venues that have basically it all under the umbrella in-house, they do it, uh, you know, on the reg, so to say. So we have a we have a bunch of them here in the New Jersey area. They are accustomed to doing, you know, a, a high volume of stuff. They have a good structure to them. Um, you're kind of eliminating all of the, the the third party world and the moving parts, so to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because it, it is in-house. Uh, so that was that was the first thing on the list. They have. Like I said, a structure, they've done it before. Um, they know how to maximize what they need to do in the kitchen in terms of their staff and everything. Yeah. So that's that's where we are. Also, too, it, there's a lot of restaurants that are starting to do weddings now. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think that's also what I meant as well. We had done a wedding, I think it was a couple months ago, and it was a restaurant that, was, that now does weddings. What we meant by traditional wedding venue, it's like a wedding that they, that's all they do. They're not a restaurant. Yeah, 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 yeah. So right. it, it really helps for that. Uh, That's and what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Like, the high, like the high volume doesn't double as anything uh-huh. else. You know? Well, they, I mean, there's a lot of places that do that are restaurants, but they're wedding venue first, and then they're a restaurant yeah, second. Sure. Yeah, sure. And, and that's not to say that those places can't do them do them well. If you mm-hmm. have if you have a system in place, it can be done. Yeah. 
I'm going to go more negative and I'm going to say that if you're working in a place where you need to bring in like a caterer, let's say, the, the, the catering manager or the catering maitre d' that they supply you day of, they're not well-versed in wedding timelines. No. They're just not. And so they're going to act in that capacity and that throws things off. And when your timeline is off, then you can't dance and, and so on and so forth. Which leads to our next one. Number two. You got to utilize a great timeline. Yeah, I, I always say it, right? You can have uh, Bruno Mars play your wedding. If the timeline is messed up, uh, then you're not going to be giving Bruno Mars that much time to play your wedding, mm-hmm. right? And so we ran into this a couple of weeks ago. First of all, three courses is a killer. Instead <sighs> of just like a first course and a main course, when you have that middle course. Uh, also, we were working with a very difficult, a newer, it was difficult not because they wanted to be, it was difficult because it was a newer venue. Mm-hmm. And there were three courses and we couldn't get a flow. You know, they'd say, all right, we're going to have, you know, some dancing in between first and second course here. And we'd get people up and we'd be one, literally one song into like the dance set. And they'd be like, all right, sit them back down. It's like, now I got to sit them down. And guests are looking at us like we don't know what we're doing. And it dance was through the second course, people. Dance yeah. through the second course. So oh. your timeline, you have to make sure. So, so here's the tip. Ask your timeline. Don't just talk to your entertainment vendors. Right. Sit down ahead of time. When you have that last meeting with the venue, ask them. What's what the deal? What is the deal? What's the timeline? Have the conversation with them because it will help your entertainment vendor. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, a, it's important. Did it's you? Very, very important. Did you, it's, it's, it's a very, very important detail. Very important. Okay, go to the important detail. Number three. This is my favorite one. You got to eliminate as many formalities as you can. <laughs> okay? The reason why is to me, it's a waste of time, baby. Waste what of time. About, what about the first dance, Mike? No, you got to do the first dance, oh, but that's okay, it. Okay, so what okay. would you cut out, Mike? Uh, honestly, I'd probably cut out cake cutting. I think it's, for me, I mean, no one really I mean, no one really cares, except you're going to get the photographers to take the pictures anyway. You could do it ahead of um, time. You could do it. I did it privately. Yeah, stage it. You know? And they were dancing. Uh, I would get rid of like extra formality dances that are not with your parents. Uh, bouquet, garter, anniversary dances, that type of stuff. It just How gets in the way. How about limiting speeches, too? Like, I've seen a lot. Here's what, actually- here's, here's what you do. <laughs> like you grab your bridal party yep. the night before, and you say, you have a minute and a half for your speech. If it goes over, I'm clipping off a toe. Yeah. That's what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Because if your speech goes more than a minute and a half, you've lost the room, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because most people aren't charismatic speakers. You, you gotta watch. You gotta listen to the I'm episode. I'm a realist, you did. baby. You I'm gotta, a realist, right? If you're not funny, don't make jokes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And for those of you who that, don't know me, I now I never want to know you. Yeah. Right? And so <laughs> long you. speeches. What do you want? What do you want? Do you want your aunt and uncle to listen to your college roommate be like, remember the time on the quad, bro? Or do you want everybody to get up and dance? If I got to listen to one more bad wedding speech, I'm going to lose my mind. Okay. Also, I'm sorry stop, I brought it up. Stop. And by the I way, I didn't know that was in there. And this is not this is not the speaking one too. Oh, for man. y'all who are listening, don't thank anybody. Just say what you got to say about the couple, and don't thank everybody like you're at the Grammys and you just won an award. Dude, we worked the wedding two yeah. days ago, yeah. Friday night. People yeah. get up and the father is going. I want to thank my brother. Love you, man. Yeah. Want to thank my sister. Love you, Carrie. I want. <laughs> I want to thank my mom and dad. You did I great, love you. you did this went great, on for three minutes. Yeah, you did oh, a great boy. job. How about we dance? Yes, we're, yeah. uh, we're at double the time there. Right? Oh, man. I, right. didn't, I didn't know that was repressed. <laughs> Jesus. That was crazy. Press uh, the number. Press what, the number. Number four. 
Who's reading this one? Book Mike an is. entertainment Mike company is. that can assist in the flow of the night with your venue. A great event host is key. Got to be nimble. Tom, tell the people what being nimble means. I don't know. I'm very slow. <laughs> uh, it, you got to roll with the punches. No, yeah, no, I get. I get yeah. it. You have to be. You have to be. Um, you got to be on your toes. I talk about peripheral vision a lot. Mm-hmm. You you need to be able to improv moments. So, uh, Mike, to your point, I mean, you guys play this together, but like, hey, sit him up, sit him down, sit him up. Not an ideal way to do it, but like, if you're not well versed in being professional and doing what you need to do, okay, you, you might might have a, a, a thing going. But you can also speak to. Um, it it kind of just goes back to to timeline you know having the quarterback at your helm working with a great event host that is that is well versed in doing weddings mm-hmm. will know how to manage those situations properly so that they can correct course if needed yeah yeah i try to build uh communication with the venue staff early in the night yeah, because it helps key, yeah. me later in the night i hate when they uh come up and they say sit them down right now so early in the night i try to head that off at the pass and i say hey I'm Mike, I'm here to help you, whatever you need. Just do me a favor, give me five minutes before you want them up or five minutes before you want them down because that'll give me enough runway to transition. do what I do and transition. And also, I, what's, I think what's important as well is you're, when you're focusing on A, playing and B, DJing, right? And a major D or an assistant major D comes up to you, I think one of the best things that we just experienced on, on Friday was that they wrote it down on their phone and they just went Dude. like this. When I Instead playing, of trying to so talk easier, to you, yeah. because nice. it, it, he doesn't have to take his ears out, his in ears out. You don't have to step away and try to listen to what's going on, and also listen to the music. You can just read what you need to read, and then you can keep you keep it going. Yeah. That's just unbelievable. All right, number five. Number five. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> just get your slow songs out of the way and utilize them to get everyone up on the dance floor at the beginning of a set. Because what really arrog? Okay, hold on. We got this. I always screw up something up in a freaking podcast. What really pisses me off, I'm just going to say it, is is a slow song in the middle of a dance set. That's just, it's the worst thing. I'm poo-pooing it. Don't do that. Use slow songs to get people up to dance. Don't do it in the beginning or in the middle. Sorry, don't do that in the the middle. I'm done. I'll stop. You go. If you'd like to support Mike (laughs) for just 30 cents a day, we can correct his, we could send him to a speech pathologist. I have a, um, Tip of the week. Tip of the week is don't ask your entertainment vendors to do 8 million different things. We don't need the anniversary dance with the happy birthday to your cousin Cheryl, to your sister Carrie, who you love, right? Yeah. We don't, just, I'll tell you what, do your formalities and then let the night happen. We don't need the centerpiece giveaway game. We don't need to announce the after party and get your donut on the way out, right? Just don't give your entertainment company roadblocks if you want to have a lot of dancing. If you don't want a lot of dancing, roadblock them up, baby. Yeah. You're crinkling again. Bottle Guys, crink. Bottle crink. That's about going to do it here for us on another fun-filled episode of Mike, Tom, and Mike's Therapy. And uh, we'll, st- we'll chat with you next time. Bye. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup. Okay, I'm a professional. You, you I am a professional. Oh, it turns the music off. I got very excited because I, it's been a while since I've been... You crinkled the bottle again, Tom? Dude.
and we're done, you and me. Yeah. No, Start I got the music very, up again. I, I got very excited because I'm back in front can of my soundboard. Se- we can make uh, this a sound drop. Get your, uh, what would you call that? Manscaping. Haven't people missed the, the <laughs> sound drops? Oh, I've missed it. All right, start the music again. Oh, okay, here we go. Ready? That was a false start. This guy in the barn. Here we go. Here we go. 